Hi, I'm Keon Henderson, and welcome to Take Action with Keon, the podcast. You know, everyone puts things off until the last minute sometimes. But procrastinators, these are the people who chronically avoid difficult tasks and deliberately look for distractions. Procrastination, in my opinion, really reflects an internal struggle. Not to be negative, but procrastination really is the birth child of a lack of self-control, as well as the inability to accurately predict how you will feel today. You see, one of the key indicators to overcoming procrastination is to learn how to be in control of your feelings. You see, if you can't get in control of your feelings, then you'll say something like, I don't feel like it today. And when you say you don't feel like it today, that takes precedence over your goals. It takes precedence over your dreams. When you don't feel like it, everything else suffers. I tell people all of the time, there is nothing wrong with having emotions but there is something dangerous about being overly emotional. However it is, and however you view it, when you don't feel like it and you lack that self-control and you procrastinate, everything takes a downward spiral from there and negative emotions begin to deter future efforts. And before you know it, you are still in the same place you were on yesterday. Let's face it, nobody likes to stay in the same place. Everybody wants to grow a little bit. I mean, maybe you don't want to grow as fast as Mark Zuckerberg. Perhaps you don't want to grow as fast as me. But everybody has a goal. Everybody has an agenda. Even the caterpillar one day becomes a butterfly and says, I want to go higher tomorrow than I was yesterday. See, waiting until tomorrow is one of the biggest problems with advancement and achievement. (laughs) Have you ever heard the old statement, why put off for tomorrow what you can do today? See, I live by that because tomorrow is not guaranteed. You've got to act like today is the only day you will ever have. Why wait? Why wait? Why wait until tomorrow? Because tomorrow, the sun may not shine. Tomorrow, the wind may blow. Tomorrow, it may rain. So if you got up today and you said, I want to take the kids to the park, uh, I'll do it tomorrow. Why not do it today when the sun is shining? Tomorrow, the temperature may drop. Now, I know that may be a trivial explanation of a serious matter, but it gives you the idea or or the framework of my mentality as it relates to what I'm sharing with you today about why wait until tomorrow. You don't know tomorrow you may have a stomachache. Tomorrow, the boss may ask you to stay over an extra two hours. And then when you tell the child tomorrow, and if your children are anything like mine, tomorrow means tomorrow. And then when you have to show up tomorrow and tell them not tomorrow, but the next day, then they begin to look at you with a level of distrust. 
You see, I love deadlines. I love deadlines. I love to have something in front of me that says that this objective must be done at a specific time. I love deadlines because deadlines keep me from procrastinating. Deadlines ensure that I get the job done at the appropriate time. Deadlines ensure that I am not pushing a task up the road and making sure that I get what it is that I have on my desk or in front of me done expeditiously. You see, you've got to get rid of this idea that procrastination is not something that is adversely connected to your failure. You've got to make a huge deal out of getting things done. I don't care how tough it is. I don't care how boring it is. It doesn't matter how painful it is. Nothing worth doing will ever happen easy. You've got to make sure that procrastination becomes unbearable to your soul. Now, I'm not anti-rest, but I am anti-laziness. I believe that we all should use the time that we have been given to the best of our abilities. One of the other things that will keep you from procrastinating is to focus on why you're doing something because if the why is not strong enough, then you don't have to procrastinate. You can simply quit. You see, in order to give your energy to something, it should be worth it. In order for you to exercise, you have to make it worth the health benefit in order to eat right. Feeling good has to be worth it. If you don't care how you look, you won't exercise. If you don't care how you feel, you won't eat healthy. you got to make sure that you have a calendar that keeps you on pace. You've got to have a calendar because let me tell you, if you listened to my previous podcast, you'd have heard me talk about limitations. And let me tell you this, procrastination is a self-sabotaging limit. Procrastination really gets in the way of what you really see for yourself. One of the things that helps me from procrastinating is I use my calendars. I don't know if you have an iPhone or an Android or maybe you're old school and you simply write it down on a sheet of paper. Make sure you have a calendar. Projects get done well when they have a time frame. You tend not to overlook them when you have them in a place where you can see them. And when it is time for you to do your work, set a timer so that you can be focused for the entire time allotted. Right now, as I am talking with you, I've got 40 employees within an arm's reach of me that need me to do something. But I've got a sign on my door that says that I am talking to you and they are not to interrupt me because what they need me to do is not as important as what I am doing right now. And what am I doing right now? Pulling you out of the pit of procrastination. Pulling you out of the mindset. Uh, I'll do it later. I'll do it tomorrow. No, you've got to be realistic. Establish a schedule. Set yourself up for success. Projects often take much longer than expected. So you got to bake in some extra time. It's like some of the projects that I do in real estate. There's always a contingency plan. You always know that there's going to be about 10% more cost than you've budgeted. So I want you to start baking in your schedule, 
just a little bit of extra time to ensure that you can get the project done in a realistic fashion. So if you say, you know, I want to be rich by December 2017. <laughs> well, it is October and it depends on where you are, whether or not that goal is realistic. But maybe a more realistic goal would be I want to be rich by October 2020. And here's my smart goal plan and all of the limitations that I'm going to get over in order to achieve the objective at hand. Let me tell you something. If there is anything you can do for yourself, you've got to get rid of the excuses. As a matter of fact, repeat after me. Self, excuses, be gone. Say it like you mean it. I want you to stand up. And if you're driving, don't stand up because that's not a good idea. But wherever you are, I want you to take everything you have in you. And I want you to push as if you are pushing a baby through a contraction. And I want you to say, excuses, be gone. Get the excuses out of your head. Get the excuses out of your brain. You've got to be in a good mood to do this. Another thing you can do to not procrastinate, and this is a good one. Get you an accountability partner. Get you somebody in your life who will hold you accountable to your promise to yourself. Somebody who doesn't care if you get mad at them because they keep reminding you, you said you were going to do this. You said you were going to do that. You've got to make sure that you get an accountability partner so that you can optimize your environment. So your environment can help you or hinder you. Your environment really is responsible for your productivity or your lack thereof. You know, when I go to sleep at night, it has to be cool in the house. Now, I know I'm going to make some of you grow icicles on your nose right now. But I turn the air conditioner down in my house to about 68 every night when it's time to go to sleep. My wife, on the other hand, she likes the temperature up around 75. So here's our trade off. She can have the house hot all day as long as I get to have the house cool all night. Why do I want the house cool at night? Because I cannot sleep when it is warm. So I have learned how to optimize my rest because I know at what temperature I fall asleep. Have you checked the temperature of your achievement? Do you know what time of day you're most productive? Is it early in the morning? Is it late at night? Have you paid attention to what must be going on around you in order for you to be successful? Can you read a book with a television on or with headphones on? Or do you have to be in a room full of silence? For me, any noise is a distraction. I can't have the television on. I can't have headphones on. I can't be listening to my favorite song while reading a book. I am a simple amoeba. I've got to focus on one thing at a time. And let me tell you, one of the things that I've learned about myself is that reward is good when it is a reflection of achievement. So guess what? If I've achieved something, having a little extra ice cream is not a bad idea. As long as I go to the gym in the morning and work it off. Buying an extra pair of socks 
buying an extra pair of inexpensive shoes. Maybe it's a T-shirt from your favorite store. Maybe it's nothing more than a facial or a pedicure or a manicure or perhaps an extra haircut that month. Just something that says, hey, self, here is a pat on the back for achievement. And let me tell you, when you don't achieve your goals, there are enough people in the world who are going to beat you up. Stop beating yourself up and learn to forgive yourself. Thoughts such as, I should have started earlier, or, ah, I'm such a procrastinator, I'm such a loser, will only make matters worse. You need to research and Google on ways to forgive yourself for past procrastinations, pushing work off and kicking the can up the road. You can try to use past procrastinations to your advantage as well. I mean, how, you may ask the question. Well, determine what went wrong in your avoidance. Was it fear? Was it stress? Was it not having a good understanding of how the process went? Or maybe it was the lack of an accountability partner. And once you address what the fault line was in the continents, then address those obstacles in the present, in the future, and most of all, forget what has happened in the past. You can do nothing about what's behind you. So why give any attention to a day that you've never seen before and a day that you shall never see again? You know, there is this old saying that people like to reiterate and they like to repeat. I'm a perfectionist. Well, perfectionism is an all or nothing mentality. And something is either perfect or it is not. People with perfectionist tendencies tend to wait until things are perfect in order to proceed. And so if the objective and the time frame and the conditions are not perfect, then you cannot be finished. Or if it is, if it isn't perfect, perfect timing, perfect person, perfect opportunity, perfect neighborhood, then they won't get started. This all or nothing mentality can hold you back. And I want you to know that sometimes that you have to get started with conditions that are less than stellar. So how do you stop procrastinating? Well, number one, you got to first recognize that you are a procrastinator. You know, if you are in any program that helps you to eliminate substance abuse, the first thing you have to do is admit that you have a problem. Fill your day with low priority tasks. And leave an itemized to-do list in your eyesight and in your view so that you can check those things off. You got to first admit that you are a procrastinator. Number two, work out why you're procrastinating. You need to understand reasons why you're procrastinating before you can tackle it. Is it because you have low self-esteem? Is it because you don't understand work ethic or perhaps you haven't bitten, you haven't taken bites out of the elephant and you've tried to swallow the elephant whole. Perhaps you're not good at time management or perhaps you're a perfectionist or your to-do list is off or perhaps you don't have a success mentor. Find out why and then solve the problem. You've got to also adopt anti-procrastination strategies. Forgive yourself for procrastinating. 
Commit to a task. Promise yourself rewards. Ask someone to check up on you. Act as you go. Rephrase your internal dialogue. Talk to yourself. And for me, the big one, minimize distractions. I turn off my emails. I turn off social media. I avoid sitting anywhere near a television while I work because I know that all of these will make me procrastinate. Keep that to-do list. Make sure that you're prioritizing your to-do list. If you can't become a master of your schedule and you have a couple extra dollars, maybe you can go to a local college and get an intern or perhaps pay somebody quarter time or part time and get you an assistant. But you got to become a master of your schedule. You got to make sure you're a master at planning your projects. If you have a big project or multiple projects like I often do and you're on the go as I often am and you don't know where to start. Everything that I'm telling you can help you to put different tools in your tool chest to make sure that you're more effective and reduce the stress levels in your life so that you can be more productive. Here's another thing that I can tell you that will help you. Tackle the hardest task at your peak times. When are you on fire? For me, it may be the opposite as you. I don't wake up in the morning ready to tackle the world. I wake up in the morning with a fair amount of energy and I get up early thanks to my five-year-old and my one-year-old dog and my wife who likes to wake up at 4.30. But for me, my best time is the nighttime. Right around 10 o'clock p.m., I get a fire that leaps inside of me and I'm ready to go. Oftentimes, everybody in my house is asleep for two or three hours before I'm finished with my task because I know my peak times. Do you know what works best for you? Is it morning or afternoon? Identify when you're most effective and do the task that you find most difficult at your peak times. Set yourself time-bound goals and be specific. You may not hit it, but at least you have parameters. And if you don't have the money to hire an assistant, this is 2017. In my hand right now, I have an iPhone. On my desk, I have a Mac computer. Guess what you can do? You can get time management apps. There are many apps designed to help you be more organized. Trello is one. Toggle is another. There are so many apps out there that you can use. You can have communication. My staff and I, we use GroupMe and Flocknote. We've got all kinds of things that help us to get things done. And we've got a saying here. We need everything to be done within reason, decent and in order. And that means 24 to 48 hours. Now, are there sometimes tasks that fall outside of that? Yes, but we have parameters and we reach our goals. So the cure for your procrastination is to ensure that you admit that you are procrastinating. Find out why you are procrastinating. And most of all, adopt some anti-procrastination strategies. Forgive yourself. Commit to the task. Promise yourself rewards. Ask somebody to check up on you. Act as you go. Rephrase your internal talk and minimize your distractions. Thanks for listening. 
Tell your friends and colleagues it's time to take action and subscribe to this podcast. Follow Kian Henderson on social media at Pastor Kian. Visit the website daily for lifestyle, leadership, and learning at kianhenderson.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning, and keep doing life.